In a world where best laid plans go astray, there are two separate but equally important groups. Those who create history with their stupidity and the shit show podcast that covers them. These are their stories. Welcome back to another edition of Shit Show. Yeah, Rig. Yeah. We're back. We are back. I'm here with Gus, and you're also here with moi, Rig. And it's time for another episode of our wonderful podcast, Shit Show, which chronicles the... Uh, self-reviewed. Best, <laughs> self-reviewed, wonderful yep. podcast. Yep. Best laid plans of mice and men that go uh, horribly and hilariously off the rails. It's been a great week. It's been, <laughs> it's been a... It's been <laughs> Again, self-rated. <laughs> totally, totally self-rated. Uh but we're going we're gonna to jump straight into the thick of things. Uh, Gus has got the segments this week. We're going to start off with uh, self-proclaimed <laughs> fan favourite, <laughs> the Trainwreck Trophy. Uh, to, put, to put it simply, the word Trainwreck plus Google News equals gold. Uh, and Gus, what do you have for us this week? Oh, man. I'm going to kick it off straight away uh, with... Uh, an interview that Red Simons uh, from Hey Hey It's Saturday fame. How is he relevant, mate? He did uh, a. He has a podcast. He um, uh, is a broadcaster. A for fool's medium. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Bill O'Reilly are our only direct competitors. <laughs> uh, so he's a he's a radio host for Radio National, um, and he Jesus. was he has a podcast as well um, that is an ABC podcast. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was talking to uh, Beverly Wang, uh, who's uh, just launched her own podcast called It's Not a Race. Uh, yep. If you don't know who Beverly Wang is, look her up now, um, because I'm going to launch straight into why this is a train wreck. Okay. Uh, so, he has started just straight off the bat uh, by um, asking her uh, or, or saying to her that uh, he is upset with his guest uh, because he wanted to launch a segment um, tackling similar topics uh, to what Beverly Wang's show is about right. on his own show. And he sa- and then he said, except my segment was called, What's the Deal with Asians? Oh, my God. What? So now that you're on the hook, I'm going to read the transcript. Uh. Well, let's tackle that. What is the deal with Asians, Red? Asked Wang gamely. No, I ask the questions. What's the deal with Asians? It's just a useful, general question about the nature of our culture and how one should interact with people who have a different cultural background. Are you yellow? Actual What? Yeah. What? It, it's so bad. What? He, he then asked if she was Chinese. Uh, she explained uh. that she was born in Canada with a Taiwanese family background. Uh, then he asked her... This is Red Simons. Yeah. On his podcast, yeah, uh, went on to ask her about her ancestry, including what sort of boat her ancestors had used to flee mainland China. What the actual shit. Okay, and then we go back to a bit of transcript. Uh, Simons, do they speak Mandarin or Cantonese? Wang, who's they? Simons, the people in Taiwan. Uh, Wang, they speak Taiwanese, Taiwanese and they speak Mandarin. And yeah. in Canada, where I'm actually from, they speak English and French. Simons, I knew that. You're probably from the west coast of Canada. Wang, why do you think that, Red? Simons, because it's closer to Asia. What? Yeah, this is actually this is actually what happened. Oh my god! Uh, so Why she, is he allowed? She's then throwing it back on oh him, yeah. asking him about the uh, the blackface uh, Harry Connick incident in two thousand and nine on Hey Hey It's Saturday, where a bunch oh wow. of, she came prepared. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and so she's asking him about that. 
Uh, and Red Simon's like, yeah, I already wrote a defence of it. Um, I remember thinking at the time that it had become uncomfortable because Harry Connick Jr. felt uncomfortable with someone wearing what is alleged to be blackface. And Beverly Wang's gone, what is alleged to be blackface? And, and Simon's has gone, well, because there was white face and there was brown face and there was black face, there were a variety of faces. What? Yeah. This rig uh, is the absolute quintessential train wreck. Don't they do, uh, like, background checks? Like, if you're the ABC, don't you do a background check and you're just like, okay, this dude defended blackface once upon a time. Let's not give him a platform. A, a, pla- a platform or a podcast. Yeah. Uh, well, the ABC pulled this podcast um, as soon like, as... Like the whole series, like it was it, or just this particular just episode? Just this particular episode, but not before uh, people had downloaded it. So obviously some people started complaining. They pulled it, uh, but not before this transcript came out. And this is the uh, the cherry on top of what is a steamy uh, shit tart <laughs> that Red Simons has prepared. <laughs> uh after a bit more back and forth, Simon's forgot his guest name when asking about her birth name. Simon's, given that you were born in Canada, you were probably named Jenny when you were born. Wang. Jenny? Simon's, Beverly. Considering you were born in Canada, you were probably named Beverly. Wang. That's a fair assumption to make red that I was given a name when I was born. <laughs> <laughs> Simon's, was Beverly the name you were given? Wang, my name is Beverly. It's been Beverly since birth. My birth name is Beverly. My name is Beverly. It's like, <laughs> oh my so, God. That so is cringeworthy. Bad. What's the deal with Asians by Red Simons? That's the worst. I reckon, oh. uh, I reckon, that's, I reckon that's easily the worst podcast. And, and we were worried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we literally have nothing to fear. No. Red Simons, thanks for the new lease on life, mate. We are, we are literally, uh, we're, we're like a, a cyclist in the peloton. And he's, <laughs> oh, he's, at, the, he's at the front and we're just in the drag. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's the first one. Sorry, it took a little bit longer. But uh, the, the second one is uh, train wreck scandal drove Brussels mayor from office. Now he's nowhere to be seen. So basically, uh, the mayor of the, uh, the city of Brussels, because apparently Brussels has decided to divide its city into 19 council municipalities. Okay. So he's, uh, it's weird, besides over about 180,000 people, but he has gone dead set underground after it came out that he'd been paid 36,000 euros to attend board meetings of an agency that helps the homeless. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's stinky. That is morally <laughs> bankrupt shit right there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, he... The, Look, man, if you want me to help the homeless, <laughs> I'm not asking for much, just 36 Gs. <laughs> my time's <laughs> worth a lot. I'm the mayor of Brussels. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think he's uh, he's popped over to chat to uh, the uh, Brazilian uh, local mayors and just get some <laughs> tips on uh, on how to totally confess to all your crimes. Right municipality on hand. <laughs> uh, so that's the second one. That is uh, uh, that is what's his name? Ivan Mayer, the mayor. His last name is Mayer. <laughs> He was never going to be anything but nominal determinism at its finest. <laughs> so good. The final one, uh, and you have to jump onto the Facebook and check out this image. Uh, but uh, Rig, I'm going to show. I'm going to show you an image here. Um, it is the third of our of our train wreck trophies. Yeah. Um, the headline is: A mum slammed the designer of her daughter's train wreck prom dress that cost three hundred dollars. 
<laughs> Someone made that and charged her for it? Yeah, unbelievable. What it, is that? Go right now to Facebook, type in shit show, look oh. at this image. I'll describe it to you in words, even though it's faster to look at the image. <laughs> Vis-a-vis picture, thousand words. Uh, it looks like... Um, someone has gotten a bunch of uh, beige stockings, <laughs> turned them into a body sock, then gotten what what looks like it's a combination. But uh, it's probably what would happen if uh, if sheep's wool and paper fucked, <laughs> <laughs> because it is some kind of weird, weird peacocky paper shit uh, that that is loosely uh, pasted over. Uh, the nipples and crotchal region. <laughs> <laughs> it literally looks like she's uh, she's she's been put in uh, in beige fabric from Lincraft and uh, has been someone's thrown bits of honey at her and and then thrown cotton wool buds at her <laughs> at various places. I also hadn't seen the bottom of the dress until literally right now. It, it's so much worse. <laughs> it, <laughs> the bottom of the dress is actually just. Uh, very bad motel drapes. She looks like uh, an extra in a high school play if she was playing clouds. <laughs> uh, and if you look, if you look closely uh, when at the image of uh, of the full dress, um, you can distinctly see uh, an old drunk bearded man smiling. <laughs> Go and look at it right now. It is a smile that runs eye to eye, as the saying goes. So, so rig. I can't unsee that face. Rig. That's the three train wreck trophies. Uh, I'll I'll recap them for you. Yeah. The first one is. Red, I'm not a racist, Simons. <laughs> Definitely a racist. <laughs> the second one is uh, Brussels corrupt mayor, Ivan Mayer. <laughs> and, uh, and the third is uh, the Santa dress wearing uh, prom, prom student <laughs> from the States. Uh, I've just, just for just the, co- the, colo- the colossal nature of the train wreck, it has to go to Red Simon. Train wreck. Train wreck. Train wreck. Trophy. Yeah, has it to. does. Has to. Oh, really? It, it was almost a no contest, <laughs> but you had me there with the old man's <laughs> face on the dress. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, yeah, the trophy stays in uh, in Australia for another week. For one Unfortunately. more. <laughs> or fortunately. But fortunately, we move on to our next segment. It's very self explanatory. Poo's in the news. Your favorite segment. Oh. You love it. <laughs> you all, your eyes roll into the back of your head whenever we bring this thing on, but it's very it's very simple. Gus has gone away and he's he's plugged in poo into no the, Gus has gone away <laughs> into the <laughs> rigs doing the rest of the podcast by himself. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and and he's found out. Uh, well, he's found one of the astonishing number of articles uh, about. Uh, usually public public defecation. Uh, what, what have you got for us this week, bud? <laughs> All right, I'll just dive in. <laughs> uh, so this is uh, this is an interesting poos in the news uh, okay. because um, it's the first one that we've that we've had that hasn't been uh, someone needlessly and gratuitously shitting in public. Okay, um, unless unless my memory's failed me, but. Uh, this is about an Italian couple. Uh, yeah, it's our first 
two people shitting in public <laughs> story. Yeah. <laughs> this is about an Italian couple uh, who have been arrested by counterterrorism cops <laughs> <laughs> because over a two-year spree, the 71-year-old and the 54-year-old sent threatening and defamatory letters to high-profile targets which also contained toilet paper stained with feces. Oh, my God. Yeah. These are... This is poos in the news. Yeah. So... Most recent one, a letter had been sent to the directors of Copenhagen Zoo after the death of a giraffe there yeah. uh, to a teacher who'd been accused of child abuse, to football clubs that had earned the couple's displeasure, and to politicians. Uh, the couple is alleged to have distributed defamatory and threatening letters in envelopes containing, uh, containing toilet paper um, stored with their own poop. <laughs> um, here's, here's the thing. So, Italy's counterterrorism cops track them down... <laughs> They go to their go to their house, they raid them. Yeah, and they find that find out that the guy is an ex cop, uh, <laughs> and he can. D- this is the this is how you basically just assure yourself of a conviction immediately. He maintained a ledger of the names and addresses of targets uh, alongside the motivation for sending the letters. <laughs> uh, they were reportedly divided into categories of murderer, pedophile, <laughs> corrupt, thief. Soccer club and so on. <laughs> that, soccer club. That's the first time that soccer Can't club. Can't believe you lost. <laughs> Here's my shit. That's basically <laughs> it. It's like his his top line offences are murderer. Hitting some the, of my shit. You, you, touch, you touch kids. You hit the crossbar on that penalty shot. Just shows you how big soccer is in Italy. Yeah. Uh, which is why it was so good that we were so close to beating them, apart from uh, that one delightful dive in the box. Hashtag never forget. Mm, poor Lucas Neal. Anyway, the pair were caught while posting a letter. After raiding their home, the police found another 110 letters in envelopes with soiled toilet paper oh, so, ready to send. Oh, so they kept it. There was, a, there was an inventory? There's, there's like a... Production line. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how they're doing this. I, I, all I can assume, and uh, I, I'm, I'm going out the back, honey. Where are you going to do letters 71 to 85? <laughs> all I can assume is that there was a a weekly schedule. There was a lot of fiber consumed. There's a lot of it dates was, in the kitchen. <laughs> it was just not a good, not a good thing. Just a lot of prunes. Yeah, oh, yuck. Anyway, that's poos in the news. Fantastic! That's awesome. Uh, which means we, we we're heading on to uh, one of one of the self-proclaimed <laughs> best segments that we have. It's the One Star Reservoir. Cue music. You, I wanna take you to a one star. I wanna take you to a one star. I wanna take you to a one star, one star reservoir. Yes, it is time for One Star Reservoir. Gus has trawled the internet for the best one-star reviews that he can find. What have you got for us this week? Yeah, five-star segment, one-star reviews. Absolutely. (laughs) Self-rated. So the first one is, uh, as usual, uh, a hotel. So good. The classics. Keeping to it. I like it. Titled, Scary. Review. This place is scary. We were lured in by the apparent beautiful exterior of the hotel. <laughs> After we checked in, we discovered our room was a filth hole. It smelled like smoke, mould and poop. <laughs> to, t- to top it all off, in the middle of the night, a guy that was clearly intoxicated and on crack barged in with the correct key. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much everything possible was wrong with this hotel. <laughs> Avoid. 
<laughs> I love that it said with the correct key. It's like... <laughs> Like he didn't jimmy his way in. He no, just he no. had the right he had the right key. That's how it works. That's how it works. He he, he slipped the front desk guy a fiver and was like one key, one lock, two girls, one cup. <laughs> yeah, have you you got a key to that old uh, smoke mold and poop room that the couple stay in? <laughs> yeah. I'll just borrow that from you. Uh, <laughs> uh, You're in two oh five. Oh my god, the poop room with the couple in it. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> All right, uh, the the second one. Headline, it's so bad, it's funny. One star. <laughs> the early reviews are true in every respect. I will start with the only positives. Our room was big and we had a TV that worked, but it's downhill from there. The location leaves a lot to be desired unless you happen to be a freelance exotic dancer. <laughs> Nestled in a district of sex shops and strip clubs, the area attracts the sort of people that you would cross the street to avoid. As you enter the hotel, you are greeted by decor that is medieval and a strange old man who is always angry. <laughs> And ironically, smoking a cigar next to the no smoking sign. <laughs> next, you enter the lift. I've seen suicide attempts that adhere to more health and safety measures. Seriously, take the stairs. It rather optimistically has a four-person maximum capacity. God help you if one of your companions happens to be fat. <laughs> In the hallway, the walls are carpeted, but at least the carpet is almost clean, unlike the carpet on the floor. The same story continues in the room. There hasn't even been an attempt to clean it. The floors and surfaces are coated in dust, as well as a whole host of stains that I'll not describe in detail in fear of putting you off your dinner. A room had two doors, one at either end of the room, neither locked. <laughs> Oh my god. The view from the window was ridiculous. It looked out at a concrete slab about two meters away. As we're on the fifth floor, it was about a 20 meter drop to the floor below and 20 meters upwards until you reached daylight. That meant that it felt like 3 a.m. all day, and opening the window did not affect the heat of the room whatsoever. It was like sleeping in a sauna. <laughs> Some of the bed sheets had been washed, but some still had hairs and blood on them. Oh, <laughs> Why with the blood? The mattress was so soft you almost fell through it. I opened the drawers and then hastily shut them. They also reeked of tobacco, just like the hotel clerk. <laughs> Our room had only one bug, which was in the bath when we arrived. But other rooms did have bed bugs. We were told we were lucky. <laughs> The bathroom was covered in body hairs, and for the first two days, the sink wouldn't drain at all. There was no shower curtain, and the shower was very inconsistent in terms of heat. There was a not-so-mysterious yellow stain under the toilet and brown stains on all the towels. Oh. There was also a man going around rooms when we arrived asking to use people's showers. <laughs> in brackets, I don't know why he'd want to. <laughs> Once informed, the hotel owner grabbed a stick and went searching for him. <laughs> <laughs> the room did not have a safe and it really needs one. The TV also did not have a remote control. The continental breakfast was cheap packaged bread, cheap salami and plastic wrapped cheese. I didn't try it. I value my life. I can only imagine how it tasted. Yes, it is near to the centre of Brussels, but so are so many other reasonable hotels. They can't all be this bad. Seriously, do not do it. There are prisons, prisons that are luxurious by Hotel Manhattan's standards. And before you ask yourself, can it really be that bad? Trust me. Yes, it can. <laughs> oh, 
So that's the second one. So good. Okay. The the final one is uh <sighs> the final one is <laughs> the final one is a tough one because it has it has five stars, but you'll understand when I read the review why it is a one star review. Okay. Wife and her boss enjoyed their room together so much that she stayed in bed with him until almost checkout. Oh. They were well rested after drinking at the bar and having sex in the lovely bath before resuming on the luxurious double bed. Oh. Unsure about value for money as it was charged on my credit card no. and reimbursed by their company since both names were recorded on the checkout invoice. Oh. All in all, I'm told a very good place. But cheaters should know that the record of their stay is documented in detail and archived for over a year. They also provide copies of bookings and invoices for the entire stay, including bar receipts and copious adult movies. Thank you. Oh, my God. That is so hectic. Brutal. (laughs) Absolutely brutal. Uh, So that, Rig, is the end of One Star Reservoir, which which means that it is time for... The main course, the mm. carb-free Rig City main course. Presented but not officially sponsored by Ajita's Veggie Deli Chris. Mmm, Ajita's. I'm on a weird diet. <laughs> so, <laughs> shit show spotlight for this week. <clears throat> we're going back to the 80s, the 80s. That's where we're headed to. Okay, and yeah. We're heading to Asia. <laughs> oh, Red Simon's got some thoughts on that. <laughs> What's the, What's the deal? deal with it? Um, <laughs> so, uh, in 1989, uh, there there is a there is a world festival of youth and students uh, held in North Korea. The world oh. festival of youth and students just sounds so unbelievably lame. It's like one of those things where, like, I was reading up on it and it was like, uh, it's been attended by 50,000 people and over 177 countries represented, but you're still like, is this a thing still? No. It's like when people talk to you about shit and it's like, oh, uh, Stedford or, like, Young Endeavour, and I'm like, is that shit still happen? Like, what is that? Like, you know? I, I, no, it's weird. Some people tell me, that it's like, oh, I did Young Endeavour, Liv did Young Endeavour, and I was just like, okay. Like, what, like, what is that? It was like, oh, we went and sailed a boat. I'm like, okay. Like, I just, I, you know, I, it's one of those things where people are like, it's so wildly popular <laughs> and it's meant to be within, like, the, the, the public psyche. But I was like, I have no idea where that shit is. Whereas people who went to a private school just call that a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, so anyway, I just put on my boat shoes and then off we went. I went yachting. Yeah. <laughs> With little yachty. Uh, so Love we... <laughs> Basically, they have this World Festival of Youth and Students, which is uh, which is a thing that's set up by uh, by a left wing organisation. So it is very uh, funny, v- that very very yeah, it's very very lefty uh, to the point of almost kind of communism, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they do it every three years, and in ni- 1989, it's held in Pyongyang, which is the capital of North Korea. Uh-huh. Not to be confused with Pyongyang, uh, or Pyongyang, uh, which is in South Korea. Really? Yeah. Uh, I did not know that. Yeah. That would have been a fun plane ride for you. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing here? Uh, (laughs) That's that's where the next Winter Olympics is. Really? It's in Pyeongchang. And I am actually concerned that some people are going to end up (laughs) in the wrong spot. Absolutely. So uh, what happens is at this this festival in in 1989, uh, it's held in North Korea. Uh, the tensions between the South and the North are still pretty testy, uh, as, yeah. as they always kind of, I guess, traditionally have been. Well, they've gotten heaps uh, better, so that's good to hear. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so 
basically what what happens is uh, all South Korean nationals are banned from going to this uh, going to this festival. Yeah. Uh, but one person makes it over, and her name is Lim. <laughs> what? And that little boy's name was <laughs> Kim Jong Il. <laughs> And that dog's name was Old Yellow. Uh, so, basically, uh, yeah, what one person did uh, make from South Korea by illegally crossing the the DMZ, the demilitarized zone. Yeah. Uh, and her name was Lim Soo Kyung, mm-hmm. uh, and she's she was a left leaning activist from South Korea. Yeah. And uh, so she gets in there, and when uh, Kim Il Sung, which was uh, Kim Jong Il's father, who was mm-hmm. in charge of the uh, of North Korea at the time. Uh, eternal president, as he was known. Yeah, uh, many holes in one in golf. Yeah, of course. Uh, so when he finds out, she comes over. He's stoked, like he's so. This, keen. Is, a, this is a win for them. Yeah, it's it's a it's a win, but it's a win. It's a beca- defector. It's a win because she's come over there and she's criticizing the South Korean government. Yeah. So she's like twenty three. She's in college. Totally. She's got a lot of. I mean, imagine yourself in college. You know, you got a lot of big ideas and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Uh, she was walking. I did a music degree. I had no big ideas. <coughs> no, she she was she was walking the walk and literally walked into another country <laughs> that her country traditionally hated, and she starts giving these stirring speeches at this festival. Yeah, and everyone's like, "Whoa!" Like she's hectic, and Kim Il Sung is like, "You're the best." Like you've, you're coming over here and you're telling us South Korea sucks, which is the best because that's totally what I've been telling everyone, <laughs> right, guys? Guys, right? South Korea, it sucks. Um, so she's in there. Big, big shout out to the one lesson that we've had in South Korea, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So she she's there for she's there for six weeks, and the uh, so North Korea has, uh, or at least it did have, and I'm, I'm sure it still does have a uh, a very able propaganda team. Oh, uh, so, so able. So prop, these prop- only one working computer though. <laughs> yeah, they, these propagandists are like super stoked that that she's there uh, and she's criticizing the 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 South uh, and and they're loving it. Uh, they even dubbed her the the flower of reunification. Uh, oh, that sounds really odd. Yeah, because uh, because apparently they reckon that you know her inviting criticism upon her own country meant that like they could then find more common ground and that they could unify Korea. I don't know, uh, but that sounds great. <coughs> yeah, I'm sure it worked in theory. <laughs> uh, yeah. A lot of differences. Yeah, but uh, basically what happens is um, she. So she gets up there and she she's on a she's on a soapbox, uh, having having a having a big old cry about how um, how bad the South Korean government is, um, and and the North. You got to understand what the narrative was like uh, to them. They've been fed stuff the whole time that uh, South Korea is rife with starvation, uh, poverty, uh, ignorance. Yeah, uh, that people. Um, you know, get jailed all the time and executed. Yeah. So, so basically exactly what happens in North Korea. Yeah, but they thought they were like a worse version of North Korea. That's a shit day it, when you it, find out that's all bullshit. It was, yeah, it was kind of like, if you think this is... It's like when your mum tells you when you're a kid, it was like, if you think me yelling you at the supermarket is bad, wait till <laughs> we get home. Like, that's <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's basically what was going on, but... Uh, she she ends up going uh, back to to they're, they're just they're just freaked out by the fact that she's speaking like this about her government in okay. front of all of these people. Yep. Uh, so anyway, she goes back and then a uh, the propaganda team from North Korea follows her back 
uh, to South Korea. Through the DMZ. Because they're like, this bitch is fucked. <laughs> like, because they're just like, she's out in our country. Like, fucking, they're going to fuck her up. Like, you know, we're going to make her a martyr. I, right? I, I, I like that they're all grommets who hang out in Parramatta. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they, that's literally what they thought. They were like, she's going to go back. She's going to get totally yeah. fucked up. She's, she's definitely she's a prisoner of war. She, in she's going to die. Her family's going to be incarcerated. Yeah. Uh, end of, we're going to make her a martyr. Uh, and there are actual like propaganda posters of her like in chains and stuff, um, and it's like it's this whole thing. Tell me, this is the Trojan horse. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the 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 North the North Koreans, uh, so the South Koreans, they, they arrest her as soon as she crosses the border. Yeah. Uh, so the North Koreans were actually pretty pretty sad. Uh, they were just like, look, uh, we we. We we assume that uh, you're now going to die, uh, but you were you did si- <laughs> oh, you did stiff. you did six speeches, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like that's thanks really... for your dope rhymes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Thanks for rapping fresh, uh, <laughs> but. Basically, they, they were going to go back and chronicle her martyrdom uh, as, as she was going to go down in a, in a, in a blaze of glory. Uh, but then what had happened was these North Koreans who had never experienced anything else started taking a look around when they were in South Korea and were like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> so they, they look around. She receives a public trial, which they're like, what? <laughs> she gets represented by a lawyer. They're like... Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> she explain uh, lawyers to me. And then she receives uh, a light sentence of five years, which ends up being reduced to like two and a half years. Yeah, and her, w- w- which is a which is significant reduction from the North Korean sentence, which would have been death. Yeah, reduced to nothing. Yeah, so they're freaking out. They're just like, well, surely her family is still going to be incarcerated because that's the norm. And uh, they were like, nope. Uh, they were on on national TV, being like, yeah, we're uh, we're not really that stoked with uh, with her being in prison, but I'm sure she'll be fine. Cool beans. And then they were just <laughs> like, why are her parents still alive and like living in their own apartment? And uh, ginger megs. And so. <laughs> All these images start getting beamed back to the people of oh, North no, no, Korea. No. no, that's and they're just that's like the worst. And they're just like, you can't. You they can't were like, pull the blanket we, back. We were like, this place isn't rife with starvation. It's not like decaying into the ground. This is like, <laughs> this place is actually fucking awesome. They they have more than twelve haircuts. Like, <laughs> women well, can women three, three is more than they have in, in North like, Korea. Women can wear pants. They're just like they're freaking the fuck out. And so they're just like. Right. Well, um, I don't know about you guys, but we're probably going to hop over to South Korea. And so in the year 1989 to 1990, what happened as a result of her going back uh, and and being arrested, but also ending up going and doing those speeches in North Korea, is that uh, they had an all-time number of defectors from North Korea to South Korea. Oh, that's brutal. Uh, And and it just... But but, but good. Like, good. Yeah, no, good. In the overall scheme of things, really good, but... The spike is just so hilarious to look at, uh, and, and many of them specifically pointed at Lim's speeches, uh, interviews, and the images, even her ability to wear jeans, <laughs> uh, as what made them realise that the South might not actually be a piece of shit. My my question is how? Uh, why did she go to North Korea and do like? So she was. So I mean, it was it was this big festival. Like I'm not like people from like 140 countries were there. 
Yeah. So it was. It was it, the mainly the only reason why. Uh, you know, it was so hard for her to get there was the South Korean government had banned South Korean nationals from going because tensions, political yeah. tensions were so we're running tense. High. Yeah. It's a, it just seems like it's one of those things where, um, and I'm, I'm sorry to hear that she got incarcerated, but I guess you, it is what she, it is. They don't feel sorry for her. She got out and two, she, two and she's, and she's and in South Korean she's, like parliament she's now. Yeah. Um, but it's just one of those ones where it's kind of uh, like if you live in... Uh, the inner city, mm. uh, and you decide that you're going to go out to Mount Druitt uh, in in New South Wales, or, uh, or, or the or the sticks, and, never and, and, and make a and make a speech about how how terrible it is to live in the city. It's a, it's like and then someone from Mount Druitt comes to the city and they're like, oh, this is no, this is incredible. Are you telling me you? Don't, this is the exact opposite you, of what you were saying. Are you telling me you don't get stabbed at Westfield? <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> Someone doesn't steal all your taps. Your sixteen-year-old um, sister isn't pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the I guess the whole the whole thing with uh, <laughs> with youth days, everybody has a voice, good or bad. But wow, that's that, 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 it was, what a great day for human rights. Yeah, but that was that's one one of the all-time propaganda backfires. Oh man, uh, they time. they definitely stopped calling her the flower of reunification <laughs> after that. <laughs> She she was absolutely sent there by the South Korean government. <laughs> there's, there's just no there's no there's no chance she saw any time. I reckon it just would have been super weird. Like she would have been up there and she's like, South Korea sucks. Matter of fact, the other day I was wearing my jeans and watching a TV in an apartment uh, I own. S- sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. What <laughs> did uh, what is jean? <laughs> And how do you wear? Uh, it's it's like just such a world. Sorry, difference. sorry, you own your own apartment. What, sorry, go, wait, 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 wait. Go, go back, go back. Hold on. You were walking. Yeah, I feel like it, I feel like it, it might have even been the the first instance of first world problems. Uh, oh yeah. She's going around and just and and just hanging shit on her own country. Totally. And then people are like, Are you, are you for real? <laughs> Like, like I've never seen your haircut before because it's not allowed here. <laughs> totally. She, she was also uh, that was her entire defence. Uh, uh, she just said to her lawyer, "Look, I've got this from here." Uh, hashtag first world problems. <laughs> the defence rests. Yeah, just just write on your arm. Yeah. People are like, "What is it's not, the what's nineteen eighty nine? What is the using, pound sign? <laughs> why are you using the pound sign from the phone <laughs> and then putting a bunch of letters together with no punctuation?" <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing? I'm doing a hashtag <laughs> for the uh, uh, for the millennials who are listening to this and have no idea what that is. That's how phones used to sound, guys. <laughs> that's how we used to have to dial numbers. They would they would uh, uh, 2001 a space odyssey back at us before we spoke to a friend. <laughs> so much fun. And that's the end of the show. Uh, if you would like to uh, subscribe to the show uh, and it's your first time listening, or if it's your manyth time listening because these are timeless shows, uh, mm-hmm. then please jump onto iTunes, type in shit show with an I turned upside down to make an exclamation mark because censorship is the blurst. <laughs> so that is shit show with an exclamation mark instead of an I. Uh, or uh, jump onto our Facebook, and that's where we post a lot of our content. It is uh, just shit show in Facebook with a normal eye. You got that? Shit show normal eye Facebook, <laughs> upside down eye exclamation mark shit show iTunes. <laughs> it's as simple as that. <laughs> and if you want to send us an email about something that you want us to cover, uh, you it can is. Uh, yeah, you, you, you hashtag can hashtag asterisk asterisk <laughs> question mark. Yeah. <laughs> 
if you if you want us to if you want to let us know about a train wreck or or a one star reservoir that that you're particularly uh, fond of, please hit us up at me 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 me. No, I'm kidding. Uh, send us an email to shitshow.au at gmail.com or send us a message via our Facebook page. Awesome. That's it, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Hey.